Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast entitled Let's Talk About, where me and my friend Seb, we pick a different subject each week which we're interested in and we'll just want to explain our thoughts on. So what we're going to be talking about today is the Disney classic The Rescuers. Now the inspiration for this podcast was I decided I really wanted to get back into the Disney films and I thought, you know what, I think my good friend Seb would really like to watch these with me. Even though, to be fair, this one, we did not watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> but but we're, we're here together to to discuss it nonetheless. So this podcast is more just trying to repair a broken friendship more than anything else. But, you know, if, if someone, one person can find enjoyment from it, then, then great. So we decided we were going to start through the Disney films. We thought, well, where are we going to start? So, so do you want to explain how we got to where we got to today? Uh, well, we, we decided we would randomise it. And I found a spinner on the internet. And uh, it came up with The Rescuers. Yeah, what a film. Now, when you first found out we were going to be watching The Rescuers, what was your like initial <laughs> emotional response? It was, I've heard of that one. Um, and I think, well, I, I knew about it. I thought I'd seen it. But when I started watching the film, it became very clear I had not seen this film. Oh, so this is all brand new to you then? Yes. Oh, that's very interesting. I didn't realise this. Um, I have watched it in the past five years. I know that much okay. for sure. But no, I, I grew up on this film. So, okay, this will be interesting then. Um, now, perhaps this isn't fair to ask you, but for those who perhaps haven't seen The Rescuers, how would you explain oh. just the, the basic plot of a film? Um... Uh, very good question. <laughs> well, it is pretty much uh, summed up in the title, really. The rescuers, the uh, the mice, um, rescue people, and uh, without giving much of the plot away, they receive a cry for help at the start of the film, and some mice are set off on this mission, and shenanigans ensue. Yeah, very good. Now it's very kind of you to say we're not going to give too much of a plot away. But unfortunately, I will give a warning now that as this whole podcast and episode is about the rescuers, we will be talking <laughs> a lot about the plot. So, you know, if you want to watch the film first, then please please feel free to. Um, so, like a lot of Disney movies, especially ones of like this kind of era, this uh, this film was actually based off like a series of books. Was it really? Well. It was, yeah. Oh. Now, I was going to ask you if you'd, if you'd read any of these books, <laughs> but I'm going to change that question as <laughs> just due to your shock. Uh, have you read any of like the original material for any of like the Disney films we know today? No, I have heard of the stories some of them are based on, like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, and they're all like horrific, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're a lot worse in paper, aren't they? <laughs> right. But... Yeah, no, I, I haven't read them either. I feel like one day I should, but no, not today. No. So, first time seeing the film, how was it? I quite liked it. It was, um, wasn't really sure what to expect, um, but it had this certain charm to it. And I quite like this world that it makes with all the animals and things, which we'll go on to talk about. Um, and as I said to you before we started, it was quite late when I was watching it. And I nice. was nodding off a little bit, um, nice. but that I don't think that's a reflection of the quality of the film. I think I was just tired. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> ne- never mind. Okay, so again, first I'm watching it. Any standout scenes for you? Oh, there's a few. Um, we'll no, see I've, if we match up. I've got some notes here, and I'll see Good. if I can decipher them. 
Nice. Um, the first thing here is it says flawless animation. I'm pretty sure this is in reference to the start when there's a picture of a boat <laughs> that's just moving across the screen. Um, so it's probably more of an ironic comment. Um, I quite liked the Mice United Nations. Yeah. I've got a fun fact about that, if you want it. Go for it. I wasn't going to bring this up. Um, the, the the leading lady, uh, Bianca, I believe yeah. the, the mouse is called, the actor who plays her, uh, I can't remember the exact country, I think she's from Hungary. Yeah. She sits down at the place in the Mice United Nations behind Hungary. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was a good little matchup there. Yeah. Do you know who played the, the, the male lead? No. I recognise his voice. So it's it's Bob Newhart. Now, he, he was very big back in the day. He had his own show, you know, the Bob Newhart show. But I'll tell you where I know him from. I don't know if you've seen the TV show or not. It's Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, he plays, um, what is it, Dr... The one that Sheldon's in love with. Oh. oh Dr. Proton. Mr. Proton. Oh, Professor Proton. Professor, Professor Proton. Proton. Oh, it's him. It's him, yeah. Oh. But obviously younger. Yeah. This was like 40 years before. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think some of my favourite scenes were... Um, I think the best one for me is the alligators versus the mice. Yes. When it brings the organs. Where they're playing the organ, it. yeah. <laughs> I've got that down here somewhere <laughs> as well. Yeah, so I've written crocodile organ shenanigans. I see, I had, I had to double check. Yes, there's like, are they crocodiles or are they alligators? And I double checked and they are alligators. Oh. There you go. I'm just full of fun how, facts how, today. How do we know that they're alligators? Oh, Google. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Did you type in what are the alligators in the rescuers? No, I typed in crocodiles in the rescuers, and it come up with these are the alligators in the rescuers oh, okay. <laughs> on every single web page. Was like, oh. okay, I might be wrong here. Hmm. I'm sure there is a difference, but is it something to do with the nose? I don't know. I don't. I don't. We'll have never know. I, I, There's no way checking. We, we could Google it, but we're not going to. Um, never mind. Um, but perhaps I can get your thoughts on this. Um, what the one thing the plot hole I find here is that their the, their goal was obviously to eat the mice, the alligators that is, yes, or you know crunch them to the point they're no longer living. Um, but so it was very clever. One would play the organ, yeah, because the mice were trapped inside like the organ pipes, and then they would then shoot up out the top, you know, yeah, like a water spout, and then the other one would try to to grab them or, or bite them or whatever, but. He seemed to like take some time noticing him, and then the other one would stop playing, <laughs> and then it would just drop before the guy, the other alligator, can get it. Mm. So why didn't he just keep his feet, paws, claws? <laughs> well, clearly that's miscommunication between the alligators. Maybe yeah. they're a couple and they've just not been on the same page lately. Maybe. I mean, they're both men. I suppose, oh. you know. It's <laughs> anyway. a very progressive film, you know. <laughs> you know, a few years early, but never mind. I also love um, one of my favourite characters. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of his name, but it's like, it's the seagull or whatever it's called. The, the albatross. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing. Well, it's white, you know, it's got an orange beak. Um, sure. I'm trying to think of his name. Orville. Orville the oh, Albatross. Yes. That that is like the one scene I remember most from like growing up watching this movie oh. was just like that little <laughs> runway thing. Well, he just jumps off the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I've, I've had a fear of flying ever since. Um, oh, but I really like that bit though. Yeah, I put about this fly albatross because it's got like the uh, check-in time as well. Mm. Quite, I quite like that. Yeah, that's really good. But I think those are some of my favourite scenes. That and the um, the inclusion of moonshine. 
Yes, that featured quite prominently. <laughs> Again, the other bit I, I remember quite a lot of as well. Um, uh, uh, one thing I, I also quite liked is, uh, I realised this, even as an adult watching it, that they've got a good way of making tension. For mm. like a, a kid's film, there was there was many an occasion where, I was like, be- between it wasn't even necessarily music. A lot of films nowadays they use music to build up tension, where this was just like the silence and the different sound effects in the middle. Yeah. And different things, such as um, near the end... Um, Penny's go gone. Basically, the whole the whole point spoilers is that uh, Penny's been kidnapped, and the reason they've kidnapped this little girl is so that she can go into like this underwater or underground Ooh. cave yeah. type thing, um, which quite often fills up with water to retrieve a, a, a diamond. And like one of the times, it's like where you can just hear like the, the water kind of bubbling up, mm. and it's like okay, this is actually you know you you. <laughs> Like, please don't let the little girl drown. <laughs> yeah, that was quite. Uh, I was quite on edge for that bit. Yeah, I, I know you can like shoot like a uh, like Bambi's mum, but please don't. <laughs> please don't go this far. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, now, what do you think of the music? If you can remember in your tired, driven state. I remember the music at the start was very like old Disney, that kind of literally what I've written. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Like. The, the opening with all the credits and like the artwork is like really quite impressive. Um, I, just don't know, the, the, I don't think any of the songs really stood out. No. Compared to like, I don't know, you've got like the classic films. Yeah. Like uh, Pinocchio and that song that I can't think of what it's called. When You Wish Upon the Star. Yeah, that's the that's one. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. It, it it's a film which, to be fair, when I look back on the Rescuers, I it I I couldn't remember any of the songs. I didn't even know it had like proper like songs in it but uh, one thing that is interesting is it's i can't remember if it's the first or it's just it's one of the first disney films where they use songs to progress the story but it's not being actually sung by the characters oh it's in the background so you may or may not have like really sort of like noticed that but none of the characters actually sang unlike other disney movies you think like just before this you had things like uh, the jungle book and the aristocats um, ah. which obviously is very much the, you know it's based on the music that's being it's, it's driving the story forward but the yeah. characters themselves are singing it okay i think there's only one song that is, is sung by the characters in this one and that's the uh, theme tune to the united nations little oh uh, that's <laughs> right yeah they all join in yeah that's that's a good song because well, yeah because um with because i was trying to figure out when obviously this film came out i didn't realize it was 1977 mm. and i'm trying to think i don't really know when any of those films came out all i know is like the the 90s films yeah. and then everything else is like a blur so i didn't know when i don't know like when pinocchio was or snow white because snow white was like the first snow white one. was the first one pinocchio yeah. was the second i believe and they were like i i think i could be wrong but it's, if, if i'm wrong it's only by a year or two uh snow white was like 1937 Wow. I do believe so. It's it's a very old film. It definitely, definitely, yeah. You know, it it, it paved the way for so many new things in the future. But yeah, I definitely agree. Like the the music was very it's that classic Disney sound. Like up to then, so they had a couple of films. Once I mentioned already, Jungle Book, Aristocats, mm. where they kind of went out and started doing yeah. some different things. But you know, up to then, you think Snow White, you think um, Bambi, Pinocchio, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella. The music is it's very. It's very Disney. Thing. Yes. I don't want to say similar, but it, it's it's got that Disney charm to it. Yeah. Whereas now, <laughs> for films, God, the music's so different depending on... They, yeah. They're definitely seeing all the different cultures, aren't they? Um. So yeah, no. I enjoyed that. Let's see if we're on the same wavelength here. Did you notice a running theme that the main character was dealing with? Um. Are you referencing the unlucky number 13? I am. 
Yeah, I noticed that. I quite like that running theme. Because was it the um? There's 13 steps going up to the to the aeroplane. Yep. Um. When when else does it come up? So before then, it's when he's retrieving the message from a bottle. There's 13 rungs. Oh, that's right. And he didn't want to step on that. Um. But he actually got over his fear. Did you notice this? At what point? Well, on the day of the rescue. Oh, it was Friday the 13th, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. The most unluckiest of days. (laughs) But he never once mentioned it. No. Um, Whereas you think someone who was that, you know, worried about it, it would be on his mind. But obviously, it just goes to show how much he'd grown over the adventure. So his character arc was becoming a skeptic. (laughs) Yeah. Now, this is the other thing I I like about Disney films, which is what stops me from watching a lot of, shall we say, massive films now, is the, the length of a Disney mm. film back in those days because it's only something like an, an hour and a quarter yeah and uh, so many Disney films back but like Venom before are very similar in length do you think that you know because it was short that it was rushed at all or do you think that actually you got a, you're pretty happy with your story with just that length no I think it was a pretty good length again like because of like the amount of consciousness I had at the time it nice. kind of was a bit weird but i think yeah that kind of length is quite good you're not dragging anything out and i think actually it didn't really feel quick at all one thing i would say is that there's some things where there's some kind of tension thing but then it gets resolved quite quickly i'm trying to think like specific examples but um i'm sure there was something where was it the evil lady had them like at gunpoint and then like pretty quickly that got resolved and there was a few things like that Mm. should have written some of those down might, might have been good but i suppose maybe on disney's thing we didn't want to have it too long a shot of having someone pointing a gun at a child perhaps <laughs> but then again i also wouldn't put it past disney to, to do that so you, so you never know yeah so in fact i have a little fact for you a little stat about this uh, uh movie it was actually really well received by both audiences and critics alike in fact uh, many basically said it was like the best disney creation since mary poppins which obviously wow. was massive, and that was a whole like 13 years uh, prior. Um, in fact, it, it did so well, it went on to have a sequel. Now, first thing I'm going to ask you, Sebastian, do you think it needed a sequel? Good question. Um, I potentially, I quite like the world that it makes, this idea of like the mice having United Nations at the same building as the human ones. <laughs> Um, their air travel are birds and they have like a little airport um, they're like hillbillies nice, yeah. all, that, all that kind of stuff <laughs> the moonshine <laughs> the moonshine yeah and yeah I think it's quite a nice world and I think the, the main characters I think carry it quite well uh, Bernard and Bianca um, I've got some notes here about um, Mr. Bernard uh, I've written here he got the moves there's a bit where I think they're on a car or something and he, he does the classic arm around the shoulder move. <laughs> and um, yeah, they, they really bounced off each other quite well. And um, like, yeah, and they're quite competent as well. Um, and I've written here as well, humans can talk to animals, question mark. So it'd be interesting to see how, I say humans, only Penny really talks to the animals. Mm. So maybe... I don't know. It's quite a nice little well. It's quite charming. The the mice are really interesting, and it, it finishes with them like going off to another adventure, isn't it? So I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't because I completely forgot that the animals could actually like talk to Penny, which threw me off because it's weird because like all the animals can talk to each other, 
and they can talk, but but they can't talk to humans apart from Penny, from what yeah. I've seen. But yep, they say all animals can talk to each other. They can't talk to the alligators. Um, or, oh, or yeah. at least the alligators didn't talk. So it's like it's like they become substituted the alligators for mm. for Penny. But but never mind. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because this was actually the first Disney uh, film to get a proper sequel. Mm. Now I'm going to clarify what I mean by proper sequel here, um, because like there were Disney films before, classic Disney films, films, films like Bambi, but they did get a sequel as well as a few others. Um, but the difference here is it wasn't a Disney classic. Now, what a Disney classic is, is it's a film that's made primarily by um, the Disney animation studios. Right. Okay. Whereas like things like Bambi 2 and things um, were released, I, th- I think it was like Toon Studios. So it's kind of like, it, it, it's a part of Disney, but it's not like the, the main... Core Disney. Exactly, exactly. Um, and it's funny, because again, it, it had this, this one sequel, uh, Rescuers Down Under, like mm. in, in 1990. So again, quite a few years had passed before we decided, oh, let's yeah. do this again. And it was actually, like, again, the only Disney classic to get a proper Disney classic sequel until like 10 years ago. Really? It was. Now, here, here's a fun thing. I'm going to put you on the spot. Any idea what the next Disney classic film was to receive a sequel? Because, mm. yeah, because the sequels I'm thinking of are like Toy Story, which all Pixar. So I'm going to say, is it Frozen? Oh, that is the most recent one, but it's not. You see, Disney have gone crazy. They've just released the sequels like so much in the past 10 years. But no, it was actually Wreck-It Ralph. Is it really? It was. Wreck-It Ralph came out in 2012. And then a few years later, you had Wreck-It Ralph 2, Breaks the Internet. Um, I know that. And yeah, and with any of these facts I give you, there's always a possibility they are wrong. Um, <laughs> My but... favourite kind of fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the, these are right. Um but yeah, but it's interesting because like when they were working up to this uh, sequel, uh, Rescue Down Under, originally it wasn't going to be a film. Originally it was going to be a TV series, oh. which was a fun idea. Um, but then they decided to to scrap that idea and um, and make it a film. Now this next part, I know some of it is definite fact, but I'm also I'm not 100 sure on all of it. I think that we still had a lot of the shall we say, I don't know what you want to call it, the animation filming, if you know what I mean. Like storyboards, Sure, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Done for the TV show. So what they did mm. is they swapped the mice and instead of having the rescuers, they used the same story on the same panels um, and they used it for Chip and Dale, the oh. web that TV series was. I can't remember what it's called. Chip, Chip and Dale Adventures. Chip, yeah, something like that. Um, and, and that's how that was born. And that was released before rescuers down under which makes sense because if they'd already started the tv series it would have been nearly ready so yeah and that was released like two years prior to to the sequel um do you think you you've seen the sequel rescuers down under i don't think i have i remember one scene that involved a big bird and an egg so i'm looking forward to watching it but again i remember that being pretty good um Going back to the whole using sequels as TV shows, have you actually seen any of the Disney, shall we say, sequels that instead of going into another film, they've gone into a um, a canonical, is that the right word, a TV show? Um, oh, there was... No, I think of The Mummy. Now, that's not Disney. But, <laughs> but um, there was there, there's a Hercules show, I think. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't think I've actually seen it. Uh, I'm just trying to have a think. I know of a few. There's only one I've seen. So one I've seen was the Tangled sequel series. Yes. Um, I've watched one season. There's three, I think. Um, Any good? 
I loved it. I, I'm, and you know, what? I'm, I'm hooked. But because uh, I didn't know it existed till we got Disney Plus. Um, but then unfortunately, the other two seasons aren't on Disney Plus. I don't know what's going on over. Um, but hopefully they'll get it soon. Uh, the other one I know of is uh, a Big Hero Six one. That like the TV show. I've only watched one episode of it, and it was alright. And it, it literally continues off straight off from the ending of, of oh, Big okay. Hero Six. Maybe I did know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which again it's interesting because I, d- I don't know how the link is or, or if they've kind of like moved on from that idea if it's going to link or what but i know they're making a baymax series oh, which okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to because that's just big hero 6 is a, a great film yeah. but we're not here to talk about big hero 6 we're no. here to talk about the rescuers and when i'm saying we're here to talk about it i mean i i'm done do you have any final thoughts about um, the film um yeah i mean just uh summarizing my notes here um i've, I've put here the film i thought was quite progressive like I don't know when um, Bianca like kind of volunteers to be part of the rescue mission. Mm, it's like yeah, it's yeah. not like oh, a woman shouldn't be out doing that and all that kind of stuff. And uh, like the camaraderie between her and Bernard is very much like she was competent and so was he. And mm. that was quite nice actually. This I don't know at the time maybe the world wasn't that way, but uh, that was interesting. I thought. Um, and I did have another thought. Yeah, I think just um, the way the mice are animated and drawn. I don't mm. know if. It paved the way for like the, the films of the future, I think. Yeah, because I don't know how many films before then had like animals as like the lead characters, or if they were just animated as animals. But then you get like the more anthropomorphic uh, animals, and they're animated a certain way, and they're all yeah. I don't know. Quite interesting. Oh, good. So now you've seen this film for the first time. Is it a film that you'd you think you you'd watch again on a quiet night in? Um, maybe yeah. Not recent, not like soon. Maybe leave it a while first. Yeah, but it's not a song that you. A song. It's not a film that you put up with the other Disney kind of like greats. Then no, I think when I think of like the top tier Disney films, I think I can see why this would be a classic one, but I would wouldn't choose it. I think for mm-hmm. any of those. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, I suppose we just have to look forward to watching uh, the sequel and what that's like. But first of all, let's actually find out what we're going to uh, watch next and then talk about next on the next episode. Because obviously this will be so well received that people will be dying to hear us uh, oh, obviously. Talk, <laughs> talk about something new. Um, so we're going to do it the same way that we watch this one. But this time we're going to do it live on air. So Seb's got his spinner at the ready, I, I believe. All right, let's spin it out and let's see what we're watching. Right. So it'll be an option of any Disney classic or um, a Disney Pixar Studios oh. creation. Yeah. Have you have you spun it? Oh. Oh, what have we got? Are you ready for this? I, I'm ready. Moana. Oh, what a film. That is a good film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've jumped forward about uh, 45 years as well. Yeah. Um, but no, this is great. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, y- you've seen Moana before with me? Uh, yes. At some point? Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm shiny. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I've got that. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, so this would be great. Yeah, so we're very much looking forward to that. You know, um, it was like the, the start of, uh, you know, uh, it, I think it's a good up and start for a character we don't hear too much about, you know, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Just finally get out into the films. Yeah, but no, okay, no, that'll be awesome. Um, right, so. A, a, a massive thank you for for all one of you who who listened and and uh, and also an apology from us as well i suppose <laughs> um yeah we had a lot of uh technical issues as well during it so if you hear any weird kind of like cuts from one to another i don't that, know what you're on about mate that, i don't think that, anything. that, that is uh why i mean if you if you don't notice anything then um you're welcome for my skill as a podcast editorial 
person. <laughs> awesome. Boom. All right. Thank you very much. I've been Elliot and... I've been Seb. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Let's Talk About.